Last time on Spagoot's Realms, our four heroes escaped the treacherous labyrinth, saving the lives of many people in the small town of Osiris. And now it looks like the town of Osiris is having a party in their honor. But what will they do on the day preceding that party? What will the individuals be up to? Will any of them get into any mischief? Let's find out. to the segment with uh, Thorny. Hello. So uh, this is going to be a little independent, one-on-one sort of uh, dealio. Also, sorry about if I sound super weird right now, my mic is actually, uh, what's the word? Oh yeah, busted at the moment. I'm thinking about getting a new one. Either that or just seeing what's wrong with it. I can't find out right now, but for now you have to deal with weird quality Ryan. So, Thorny, what would you like to do in your free time? I think Thorny wants to talk to Quintus. Okay. So, um, it's about middle of the day, and Quintus is kind of chilling on top of a hill, kind of looking out into the distance, very, In very, the forest? Like, like, well, yeah, she, yeah, she's on top of a hill, she's like, she's it. just looking, at, she's just brooding, okay. basically. Brooding? Okay. Yeah, she's brooding, <laughs> she's like, those other, those other non-elves would never understand my plight. <laughs> <laughs> Which oh, is why your God. inputs can be really helpful here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so okay. you catch her up on the hill. She's like, oh, hello there, Thorny. Okay. Listen. I- I'm you listening. You aren't... Uh, you listen with your ears, dipshit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> I don't like you. I think that's pretty obvious. I think there's many reasons that I am valid in that. But That's fair. That doesn't really matter if you're a client. Uh what might you mean by this? This whole this whole adventure thing, this is new ground. I'm a bounty hunter by trade. If you're missing someone, I can bring them back. Missing someone? What happened while you and Vinca were in the door? Well, um... What I had tried to do... When the soul door was destroyed, I may have made an attempt to look in the astral plane and send a message to someone who was very dear to me. Someone named Pelora. And you recognize that name. You recognize Pelora from Pelora's Keep, which is basically a castle that guards this enormous island off the coast of Spagusha. This island is uh, infamous for holding really strong, really terrible monsters. And Pelora's Keep is basically a stronghold there, uh, filled with people who are trying to retake that island. And uh, Quintus says, I asked to see if Pelora would take my message. However, they said that Pelora wasn't in the astral plane, which leads to two options. 
Either she is a kindred spirit who has not moved on, or she is still alive. So I am unsure of which one of those is true. I don't want to hold too much faith that she is alive. If you do see her, then I wouldn't mind bringing her back. After all, you wouldn't be the only one looking for her. And uh, she sort of stands up. I'll be on the hunt for her, too. In fact, I've, I've been taking notes in necromancy. And if it turns out that she isn't truly alive anymore, maybe I can at least let her pass on. Have you tried looking for her already? When did she go missing, actually? I remember the day like it was yesterday. I was working with her at Pelora's Keep, and she knew that someone was coming. Her wild, specifically. The man with the bowler hat. And she saw him coming, and she gave me this coin, and she pulls out the coin of illusion. And she told me that if anything happened to her, to keep the coin safe and out of her wild's reach. Then she said she loved me. And that was the last I ever saw her. And she just left. She left to take on her wild head on. I'm sure that went well. Well, Sorry. her wild's still alive, and she might not be, you insensitive prick. <laughs> <laughs> she basically says, I've checked Polora's keep, if that's what you're wondering. Although I can imagine she's trying to stay on the run from her wild for now. After all, she did give me one of her more powerful weapons. I still will search the land to see if maybe she's... Spirit, maybe she is alive out there somewhere. But hopefully I'll find her. And uh, with that, she sort of um, starts to walk away. But before she does, she turns back and says, It may be a while before we come back. And she tosses you a key. This is the key to my house. You four can use it as a home base if you need to. And with that, she dons her hood and starts to walk away. Huh. Okay. And then she stops again and turns around and says, <laughs> Sorry, I'm indecisive here. I-, I was trying to be dramatic, but then I realized I need to be dramatic about something else. So, like, it's like I'm being dramatic Wait, I'm sorry, twice. I'm just imagining Quint is, like, walking, stopping, just, like, and then Give takes a, little a step, t- stops, takes, like, a hat, pulls her foot back, half turns, comes back. <laughs> she just- <laughs> <laughs> just she stops like oh, I left I left my water bottle I'm sorry <laughs> no but this, this is the last one I promise <laughs> she stops and says by the way you seem familiar hmm I think I knew you better as when <sighs> hmm Thorny just, like, doesn't say anything. He, like, stiffens, and it's just, like, he doesn't say anything. It's fine. Keep up the good work. 
You're making the world a better place. And with that, she walks off and doesn't stop and turn around. And that's your for your time with Quintus. Okay, uh. so um, you're walking back into town to uh, meet up with the rest of the group, and all of a sudden you bump into this kind of small, really kind of scrawny-looking guy saying, Hey, Thorny! Okay... You forgot our appointment! I sure didn't. Yes, yesterday you said you wanted to, like, make your Xeno stronger? Didn't. It was yesterday when we got out of the labyrinth. Yeah, Thorny just, like, takes a step, like, however close this guy is, he tries to, like, get a little bit more distance. Oh, shit, I just hit my microphone. Uh, he's just like, he's like, well, I don't know how I got out of the labyrinth. Um, but someone, I don't know. I don't know how <laughs> I got out of the labyrinth. And I don't like where this is going. <laughs> no, remember? Okay, I guess you don't remember for some reason. It's all right. It must have been a hard, it must have been a long day. Uh, mm-hmm. basically what happened is, uh, I should introduce myself. My name's Alex. Also, should we stop shouting? Because cause at this point you're kind of far apart, so we have to shout in order for you to hear it. <laughs> you don't have to shout. My ears will hear. Oh, okay. Well, I guess it's something we need to keep on that down low anyway. Um... <laughs> <laughs> that means, like, private-ass conversation, like, 20 feet apart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what's <laughs> happening. Awesome. So, that ruby, you said that you found it, and you, you put, like, a bunch of emphasis on the word found. I don't know why, but, uh, I, f- I figured out that's... What ruby? The Rakakan ruby. The one that you had in your bag. I never had a ruby. The ruby falls out of your pocket. Fuck! <laughs> don't even get a roll! <laughs> Fine, roll dexterity. <laughs> Oh, god damn it. Be a fucking gnat. Let's go. Alright, well, the diamond, uh, whatever falls out of my pocket, and so does every other fucking object I what have. What was it? What was it? A four. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> so, the ruby falls out of your pocket. Not only does it fall out, I think as I try to catch it, I kick it to him. Like, I, like, it's literally at his feet now. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, he's like, uh, I, I meant this ruby. Anyway, give it back. (laughs) No, I will. But listen, this this ruby is imbued with powerful fire magic. And I I happen to be a scientist who is very good at um, working on augmenting things. And I saw your staff there. Pike, but okay. Pike and Pike, whatever. I'm not a weapons expert. Anyway, if if you give me some time in the lab with the Pike and with the gem, I can I can augment its abilities a bit and I can make it so that thing can shoot fire, yo. He says, yo, it's super uncomfortable. No, I feel really uncomfortable. Don't you worry. Lab's lab? It isn't necessarily Lab's lab, but uh, he has his own lab. He has his own like, little miniature lab that he brought in because he just moved from out of town. A pocket lab? <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> okay, cool. Basically, what this is going to do is this dude's offering to um, like give, your, give Zeno fire powers. Okay. Um, I'm not going to give my pike to you. Okay, that's fine. But. You're just going to have to be sure to hold on tight because the uh, augmentation process can get a little bumpy. All right. 
So we're doing this in the middle of the road. We're not even going to the lab. Are we in the lab now? I'm confused. Well, yeah, as I say, we can't go to the lab. I just thought you, you've been acting really, you've been like really cautious and I didn't want to say, and so he takes you to his abandoned laboratory yeah. where no, no one else right. is. No, you're right. No, you're, you're 100% right. And that's why I was like making <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay. no, no. I didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't going to pull any hex, hex stuff at, with this. In fact, <laughs> if you want to roll for insight to see if like, he's like not planning on robbing you, you can do that. Sure. Thorny's trying to figure his life out here. Fuck me. All right, I'm returning these dice. <laughs> What'd you get? A fucking four again. All right, and uh, plus insight. Okay, he my... sure is saying some words. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. All right. Can we go behind a building? Oh, yeah, we could do that. So In Alex... some alleyway or something. Thorny feels so, like, comfortable in, like, sketch-ass alleyways. That's, like, his... Yeah, That's sure. His go-to. <laughs> I w- I'm just thinking about this guy that I have created out of my mind and how he's not, he doesn't have a problem with just going into an alleyway with a mysterious person with a weapon. I mean, he approached me. He should feel in a total, like, that would, I mean, that would be, that would be a bit of a reverse mugging session. <laughs> like, that would be, hey, you want to mug wait, me? That would be <laughs> so funny. <laughs> okay, so y'all are in the thing and he um, pops open his little pocket laboratory. And he says, all right, so this is going, what this is going to do is basically it's going to materialize the ruby and it's going to put its essence into your pike. Okay. Does that make sense? Question. Yes. How much is this ruby worth? Uh, only way to find out is to go to a shop and sell to somebody. Fuck. Hmm. Thorny's like contemplating if having a dope ass like fire pike is better than getting some odd number of gold. He's like really like trying to figure it out. But I think the fire pike sounds cooler in yeah, his mind. True. He he imagines himself like victoriously like just like in a hero's pose on a hill with like <laughs> with a, a flaming, flaming pike. pike. He doesn't know what this is going to look like, but in his mind it's like a flaming pike and he looks awesome and he's living for it. <laughs> All right. He's slowly warming up to the idea for sure. <laughs> warming up. <laughs> Fire <Hey>. jokes. <laughs> All right. So he's like, "All right. So you said that you wanted to hold. You didn't want me to hold onto the pipe. That's understandable. But first, we're going to need you to put the ruby on this little holster here. And there's a little okay. stand to put the ruby. All right. So Thorny puts it there, I guess. Okay. All right. Now here, here's where it's going to get a little bumpy. You're going to have to hold. You're going to have to hold your weapon on top of this uh, this pocket lab we have here. Uh, that way it can take up the essence, okay? Okay. And it's, and what's a, do you want some gloves or something? I have some gloves. <laughs> can I turn my uh, fight or flight bracelet to strength? And just be like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, are, are you ready? Yeah, ow, god damn it. Yep. Okay, here it goes. He pulls a lever, and this pocket laboratory starts kind of, like, whirring a bit. It starts off kind of, like, smooth. But then as you see the ruby starts to glow a little bit, the whirring gets a little louder, and it eventually starts to crescendo so much until, like, the pocket laboratory is almost, like, rumbling and shaking a little bit. And you notice that this ruby is shining very brightly, and you notice it's getting kind of smaller, almost like it's evaporating. And as you hold Zeno on top of it, you see that sort of vapor go into Zeno. 
However, you also notice it starts to get very, very hot. And I'm going to need you to roll a constitution saving throw. All right. Fucking what is it? seven. Okay, three. Um, okay, so... It's fine. So, um, you notice that as this sort of heat gets into your hands, it starts to get very, very, very hot. And, like, your hands are kind of burning a little bit to the point where, um, one of your hands, like, instinctively lets go. And when it does that, you see, um, Alex sort of reflexively, with a glove on his hand, reach out and grab the other side. He's like, don't worry! I, I, this, that's happened before! Tony smacks his hand and puts his hand back on the pike. <laughs> okay, and you take five points of damage. All right, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it gets really strong. Roll another constitution saving throw. Let's see if you can hold on to it this time. All right, here we go. Fuck my life. What? A two. Okay, so, so this I just time- throw it. I just throw it. Like, Xeno's gone. <laughs> Well, at that it. point, Alex reflexively grabs it and just holds it on top of it because he has gloves on. Because, see, he came prepared for this. And meanwhile, you're just kind of blowing off your hands because they're just overheating. And uh, as That's you fine. do, and as you do that, uh, you notice. Um, I mean, at least no one's around to see it. <laughs> 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 but uh, so then the machine starts to die down a bit, and the whirring slowly comes to a stop. And you see that the crystal is gone. However, um, Zeno doesn't look too different. Uh, it's, it seems a little on the warm side. And he says, all right, it should be at a better temperature now. And he hands Zeno to you. Okay. Do I get a, do I get an instruction pamphlet? Or is this just kind of, <laughs> let me just yell fire and see what happens. Well, so is that in character, I guess? <laughs> yep. As you say, yell fire and see what happens, you notice that, like, um, the tip of the pike starts to pretty much catch on fire. Thorny's eyes light up. He's like, this, the dream is realized. <laughs> and, uh, so after testing that around with a few, like, swings, a few stabs, you realize that, um, it's sort of, like, thought activated, and if you, th- if you, your mind is, like, set to, like, say, hey... Let's make it a fire strike, then it's a fire strike. It's kind of connected to your mind, sort of. Thorny holds it up in the air and thinks giant column of fire and shoots whatever he can shoot into the air. Uh, for right now, you shoot a fireball about the size of a baseball into the sky. Fantastic. <laughs> okay. Um, and Alex's just like, wow, you're getting the hang of it pretty quick. I'm a quick learner. <laughs> Is, is he just, like, still super starstruck over this? Yeah, no, Thorny's, like, Thorny's trying to think of, like, he's trying to, okay, what he's trying to do, honestly, is think of, like, as many cool, like, fire moves as he can. He's thought of something, and so what he he thinks, he imagines a fireball or, like, some kind of, like, fire-ish looking thing, but, like, in the shape of a butterfly and try- and shoots it out the end just to see what would happen if it takes the shape of a butterfly or not. Okay. Roll Arcana. Okay. Well, all right. Um, <laughs> well, I'm gonna do it. I'm You're, gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Well, as I, as I say, I'll probably come up with a better roll for this. For now, we'll just do Arcana. All right. I'm doing it. Ooh. Here we go. That is uh, an 18. Holy shit. <laughs> Ooh, all right. <laughs> Okay, so, uh, that's still minus two with Arcana. Uh, yeah. well, you're still really new at this, so you're not gonna be, like, doing Cirque du Soleil shit on the first go. Right, right. 
but you shoot it out and you notice it's like kind of making a form of butterfly. Like if you were to show someone a butterfly and say, hey, is this like a, bu- like a butterfly? They'd say, uh, yeah, that kind of looks like a butterfly. Does it look like a smushed butterfly? It's a little on the smushed side because sm- okay. you're just starting out. Right. But, okay. but I'm, I'm sure that over time we'll practice this and it'll be dope. Fantastic. So now, yeah, now you have a flaming pike as your weapon. All right. And um, then we also did a bunch of level up stuff, which uh, we didn't record. Yep. Um, all right. Do I get to talk to Alex at all anymore? Or does he just, as I'm like fucking around with the pike, he just walks away. He's just gone. Like, I turn around like, hey, this is pretty fucking cool. And he's just not there. <laughs> he batman <laughs> <laughs> No, but he's still there if you want to ask him a few questions. Why? I noticed you had the gem, and I noticed that you had a pike, and I figured I was good at that, and you saved me from the labyrinth and all, so why not? Did the group save you, or did I save you? I mean, the group did, but I found a way that I could specifically help you, so do what you Got can, it. you know? All right, You know, yeah. do what you can. I and mean, besides, I, I, besides, you were acting super discreet about that ruby, like... Like, especially when we were around that one gnome, you, like, you gave him, like, a stink eye when I brought it up, and then you, like, pulled me to the side. It was weird. Did I say anything to you when I pulled you aside? Because my guess, it was something along the lines of, I'm trying to steal this here. If you could just, you Wait, know. Wait, stolen? I'm kidding. Um. <laughs> I was gonna say, what, Ruby? <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! You made you made that pretty clear. That's why I that's why I had to keep it kind of discreet. That's why I was like that's why I had to go down and do a whisper and why like I was trying to get close to you, not shout. You know, right, right. Anything else notable happen? Because you seem to remember things. I don't seem to remember things. I mean, well, the whole day was pretty notable. Uh, what happened is, um, I was there in the soul door. Uh, your your friend. Vinka and your friend uh, Quintus came in, hmm. uh, and then once it was destroyed, I found myself back in my body somewhere in the labyrinth. Uh, eventually, a few hours later, there was like a big sort of search party. It was um, it was you guys. Uh, let me see. There was you. There were two dragonborns, a halfling, another elf who had like a bony skeleton arm. Uh, there was a little girl. There was the gnome we were talking about. There was this sort of uh, portly-looking elf, I'd say. Uh, okay. Well, he was a half-elf. He was a half-elf, technically. Okay. Um, he had sort of what looked like a navy blue suit on, almost. It was weird how casual he was about it. Yeah, we just kind of went through. We rescued all the people. Oh, and then um, when we left, the uh, half-elf visited you guys... And then just walk in the Quintus's house, and then just walked out. Don't know what that was about, though. All right. Welp. Thanks. No problem. What are you gonna go do now? Well, I recently got a home here, so I'll probably uh just go back to do my researching stuff, research what do things. You research. I'm researching uh, other dimensions, sort of like alternate universe, sort of stuff. That sort of like theoretical physics stuff, you know. Is it different or the same to the astral plane? Where oh, is the, it's, it's, the it's different. Different. Got it. It's different. All right. Well, it's been real. Thanks for the 
fire upgrade. No problem. Catch you on the flip side. Hello, everybody. You just heard Thorny's individual shenanigans, and now we're moving on to our next cast member. It's this one. Hi, it's me. This one. This is <laughs> this is the show. This one with this one. So the town is super excited that you saved a lot of their people from the labyrinth, and they're throwing you a party. Uh, however, while they're setting up the party, you can feel free to do whatever you want. Thorny has actually just recently uh, talked to Quintus and gotten a house key, so you guys own uh, Quintus's house. What? Oh yeah, I forgot to mention, you guys totally own Quintus's house. Neato! I'm gonna raid the fridge, that's the first thing I'm gonna do. Roll to raid the fridge! <laughs> I got okay, a 13! So, <laughs> uh, she's got a lot of leftover spaghetti. Oh shit, I'm gonna fucking tear into that. When we get started, when we get started. You dig into some of that. You you put some of it in the Tupperware while you uh, head back to the room, and you see that uh, she's got a bit of a study desk. Is this in her bedroom, or is this in, in like, a study? Uh, I mean, she didn't have really a big house. Her bedroom kind of doubled as a study. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, how big is it? <laughs> uh, it's a pretty big desk. You can probably fit any types of parchments you may need on it. Any uh, anything required for what you like wish to do? Cool scientific beakers and containers and shit. Uh, yeah, there's there's a few things for that. You can tell she was a bit of a she was a bit of a tinkerer with spells. Like, uh, in fact, what what we should stop being coy. What is it that you want to do here? I'm gonna craft some motherfucking spells. Heck yeah, we're gonna have <laughs> Altivo craft some spells. Um, I got some fun ones planned. <laughs> over the last couple weeks, um. <laughs> I've been uh, sort of collaborating with Red and uh, making sure we know how it's going to go down. So what's going to happen is um, I'm going to have you do an Arcana check. We're going to base how many spells you can uh, craft based on that roll. So roll away, Mon Capitan. Okay, I got a 17 plus Ooh, 4. A 17 plus 4? Hot 21. diggity. 21. Yeah, 21. You can craft two spells. <laughs> and uh, what sort of s- would you like to uh, tell us about the spells that you're going to craft? Fun size, which means people can get shrunk down. Uh, with a wave of a hand, the target or one uh, oneself is shrunk. If the spell lasts for one hour or until it's cancelled, um, it reduces the uh, target to the size of an ant. If the target is unwilling, they must pass a constitution saving throw. All right, so now you know how to shrink people. And uh, yeah. your second, and your second one. My second one is embalm. Yeah, why don't you tell us a little something about that? Uh, basically, you shoot goo out of your hands and trap the person in stasis. They're alive, but they're not able to move. In short, um, they are unable to move. Um. Completely alive, completely aware, but just unable to move. To evade, they must succeed a constitution saving throw, and at the end of each turn, they can try to do a constitution saving throw to end the spell's effects. Also, fun fact about it, if they are trapped inside of this involvement, then they take half damage from things. Yeah. Which is pretty I wrote, cool. I wrote, like, a, I wrote like, a really, like, in-depth, like, descriptive, like... Yeah, and uh, we'll probably, I'll probably, uh, find a, we'll probably find a way to share this, and in case anyone else wants to use these spells. So, uh, also, um, while yeah. you're sort of uh, experimenting with this stuff, you um, sort of notice there are some books on the shelf of uh, Quintus's study. 
And yeah. you read through them, and you find out that they contain the spells Invisibility, Melf's Acid Arrow, and Rope Trick. And uh, all of those spells are second level, so since you have leveled up, you can now use them. So one thing that you added in with these descriptions, I think is definitely a very cool component that I'm, I think is awesome, is you added that there are ingredients to these yes, spells. there are. There are. Okay. Let's start with embalm, first things first. <laughs> oh, no. Um, so first you need some uh, embalming fluid. Do you know where you can find that? Uh, probably at a mortuary or something. Mortician. Or okay. Like a, like a, you know, like a, like a graveyard. Okay. There's probably a mortician in Osiris. Hmm. I mean, like, yeah, of course. People yeah, die. of course. People, yeah, a people bunch died. of people have died just, there. There's probably like a just, really like popular mortician. I mean, yeah, we could say there's a. You say there's a mortician. What's his name? Um, huh? What's his name? Morty. Morty Albert. <laughs> Albert. 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 Al- Albert Morty. Albert Morty. Albert Morty the Morty. <laughs> He manages to hit you up with a thing of embalming fluid. He figures that uh, since he saved a bunch of people's lives, it's made his job a little easier. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was down to hit you up with some of that. Thanks, um, Marty. Let's see. There's the palm leaf. Uh, fortunately, just your luck, there is a palm tree right outside town. Do a quick acrobatics check to see how well you can pluck it off. 19. Wow, uh... you were just rolling good in this uh, individual yeah. sesh. Yeah, I'm really surprised. All right. So you like do a backflip as you like scale this tree. You pluck that leaf. I mean, I could just fly. Yeah, I was about to say, then you remember that you have wings and therefore that <laughs> roll is completely pointless. <laughs> but you look really cool doing it. Like, Did anyone see? It was actually uh, nearby the uh, blacksmith shop. So Hans peeked outside and he like quickly carved like a 10 into the sheet. He was like a little sheet that he was using <laughs> and just held it up. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. He said, "Good job." <laughs> you hear him just applauding. I just, I take the biggest bow. Did did Vinka see? Uh yes, Vinka did see. <laughs> he is hyped for that. Next on the menu, we need some snake venom. Can just find a snake and milk it. You're on your way, and you uh, run to a snake. He's a snake, a snake, a snake. Oh, um, what kind of snake? Re- yeah, we'll say it's a python for this, because my herpetology skills are not good. You need to do a roll I mean, I didn't, I didn't expect to go into this needing a herpetology <laughs> degree. <laughs> well, I mean, it's me. That's true. Uh, roll for what animal handling. Can I just ask him nicely? Um, I don't think he speaks draconic or Is common. Is a magical snake? Nope, he's just a normal python. Can I see if I can figure out snake language? <laughs> mm, hmm. I want to be able to talk to him. Okay, roll roll wisdom. Eighteen. So you you're trying to communicate with a snake. You're really trying. All you can get out of it is like the snake seems confused by what you're doing. Oh. You're not you're not really making any communication. Look, I know that like you rolled really high. Don't know, get me no, wrong, okay. but you're trying. Snake... You're trying to communicate with another animal. Does the snake understand disappointment? 
he he kind of reads the disappointment, but he's just like doing his own thing. He's so he's cool. just he's kind of staying in his lane about it. Okay. Uh, I, I mean, like One if, day, you, if you roll good on animal handling, he'll probably be chill about you borrowing some of that. Okay. Uh, snake venom. So roll for animal handling. Come on, baby. Twelve. Okay. That was so very you're. High. So you're uh you're you're kind of like uh all, you got you kind of got your hands on this python. Oh uh, no. You're try you're trying to get some venom out, but he's just like he's 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 not really happy about that. He's a little he's a little freaked. <laughs> and then Sorry. meanwhile, and then down the road you hear this voice come up saying, "Hey, Altiva, what's up?" Oh shit, <laughs> Sunny, this is this is not a good time. And uh, I'm trying so to milk the snake. She's got a bit of a confused look on her face, and uh, she's walking uh, her new dog, Mauve, right now. Isn't, <laughs> isn't that Vinka's dog? Uh, well, she's been holding on to it for a while. I, I mean, I don't know if well, I don't think we ever like settled the exact chain of uh, ownership Vin of the will dog. Will not let go of that dog. I hope you know. Oh, yeah, that's true. Okay, so Sunny says, "Wow, you're really wrestling that python there, huh?" It's a friend. It's it's for a friend. Ah, okay. Uh, h- how's it going? Snake. I mean, good. <laughs> uh, roll a dexterity saving throw real quick. 11 plus 4. Okay, and 11. Uh, mm. the, uh, the python snaps at your face, and you had just, like, barely dodges it. <laughs> I run. Well, I fly. I do something. Uh... <laughs> Do you just leave Sunny there? Or? No. <laughs> I pick Sunny up along with the dog. Do you pick? Okay, so you're just flying this dog and this curl around. Yep. yep. Are, are you trying to get the venom for something? Yeah. No. I don't know. Who are you talking to? Uh, you? Damn it, she got me. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I'm trying Ooh. to make a thing. Hmm. And you see that, like, the cogs are turning in her little head, seeing if she can come up with an idea to get this snake under control. I could, I could try and use prestidigitation and make a secretary bird. Wait, secretary bird? That's secretary bird. It's the, uh, it's it's a uh, natural predator of snakes. All right, and then maybe try to scare yeah. the venom out of it. Like, if it's scared, it it might just kind of curl up. You know, and I can sneak up on it again and try my whole. Oh, oh! I got an idea. I like where you're going with this. Yeah. What if? What if you use prestidigitation, make it look like one of its prey? It sinks its fangs into it, and whoop! Some venom comes out. Yeah, I could. I could definitely make a mouse. Let's make a mouse. Okay. 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 I'm gonna make a mouse. I. I'm making a mouse. Visualizing the mouse. It's brown. It's got two little ears. Okay, good. And a tail. Very nice. And an eye patch. Solid. T- what? <laughs> I mean, no, it's, still it's, solid. It's, ten. It can be Metal it's, Gear it's, it's, it's mousey. Called, yeah, because solid snake. Ah, uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. So, uh, let's let's roll performance. Have this thing pass off as a snake, as a mouse. Fifteen. Yeah, that'll pass. <laughs> so you make the mouse appear. Some of its movements are a little janky and lifelike, but 
The python still bites, both figuratively and literally. Um, it chomps down on the depressed digitation, and he bites down on this illusion, and a bit of venom does come out. Yeah, because from the bite. they they bite down. It's like a pressure-based thing. Well, it's more like they just kind of squirt it out, you know, like when you try to fart. <laughs> That's one way of putting it, I suppose. <laughs> so for the sake of moving things along, we'll say that some of it farted out. Farted from the teeth. Good old-fashioned <laughs> venomous tooth fart. And uh, now you have all your ingredients for um, that first one. Embalm. Sweet. I fly everybody home so no one gets bitten by an angry snake. So as you're, uh, as you're flying Sunny home, you ask, Hey, out of curiosity, what are you collecting all this stuff for? I'm a bit of a... Bit of a spellcrafter. <gasps> a spellcrafter? Yeah. That sounds awesome. Well, like, it's it's fun if if you want to get into magic and stuff. Have you ever thought about that, Sunny? I mean, I've kind of considered it. I mean, like, some of the stuff I make has some magical properties to it. For instance, <laughs> there is some magical shenanigans going down on the yo-yo of enchantment you got there. Well, yeah, yeah, that's kind of why I thought it, thought about it. Yeah. And you you definitely have a skill with it. Well, thank you. So, yeah, like, it, it's it's kind of really rewarding. And I could see you doing the kind of same thing that I'm doing, but potentially doing even better. You really mean it? Yeah, of course. <laughs> and you see your eyes kind of light up like, Wow, that sounds awesome! And she, like, <laughs> runs in and, like, gives you a little nuzzle hug. Aww, she's so cute. <laughs> I didn't say that out loud. That was that was Altivo okay, good. in, in Altivo's good, good. mind. Uh, good, that Altivo, was a, that was an inside. Altivo gives her a little hug, just like a S- like a parent like a parental hug. So the hug breaks, and Sunny says, uh, "Well, do you need any more ingredients?" Um, let's see. Uh, Altivo takes out like a little, like a little, you know. Okay. Shopping list. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they uh, they show Sunny uh, the shopping list. Like they just right. they just hand it to her. Hmm. All right. So what you need left is a uh, dragon saliva. Mm-hmm. Don't know where you're gonna get that. Altivo looks at themselves. <laughs> Let's see. A single grain of sand shouldn't be that hard to come by. And gem ants. Hey, I know where there's some gem ants nearby. Really? I, th- I thought I thought they were rare. I mean, I'm sure they are pretty rare, but I know that there, there's a little farm of them. There aren't that many of them, but I'm sure we could find them in a cave nearby. Neato. I only need, like, two or three. All right. So you follow Sunny over to this cave, and... It's it's got a little bit of a steep, craggly uh, drop there, mm-hmm. and and you see that uh, she just starts almost what seems like hopping down a cliff face. Like, wait, 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 Sunny, wait, Sunny. And she hops down and she nails it perfectly. Like she's done. Th- like she's clearly done this before. <sighs> she goes down like a champ. What's the problem, Altavo? Uh, it's okay. It's nothing. Just, I was just hoping that you were okay. I'm fine. I've done this before. Yeah. 
I I fly down uh after her and just kind of, I'm I'm a bit wary. Yeah. So um, she points to a mound and she says, "All right, well the gem ants usually come out here." Uh, after a little silence, you uh, notice that uh you see a kind of a sparkle come from the mound. Altivo. And uh, Altivo sneaks over like on their hands and knees like a cat that's seen like a glimmery thing. And out from that mound, you see what looks to be sort of an ant. However, on its back, you see there's what looks to be a shard of a sapphire in the back of it. Ooh. And it's moving a little quickly, but it's making its way out of the mound. Can Altivo try and pounce? Uh, yes, Altivo can. Fifteen. And uh, with that roll, I guess we'll say that you managed to uh, catch a fair number of ants, enough for you to make your concoction. Neato. And uh, even got him. that's awesome. I pop it. Oh, did you bag. get? Did you get any red ones? Oh, oh! I take it back out and have a look. Did I get any? You red check ones? and you there's a blue one, a green one, and a red one. Yeah, I got a red one. <gasps> yeah, I love the red ones. Me too, those are my favorite colors. <laughs> Alright, so after that, you and uh, Sunny head back. Mm-hmm. So you head back, and uh, I won't have you do another arcana check, because you already did your arcana yeah. check to make sure that you could uh, make fix these spells together. Yeah. You combine the ingredients, and voila, you have two new spells. Should I show them and, off? And Sunny's like, <gasps> Yeah, Altevo, what do your new spells do? Uh, my My new spells? Oh, this one, this one makes you really tiny, and this one makes you freeze. Oh, more like <gasps> embalms you in a horrific. Try it on me! Try it on me! Try it on me! You want to be small? Yeah, that'd be so cool. Okay, okay, okay. Just uh, stand, stand there. Uh, uh, okay, okay, okay. She sort of uh stands out. She got her arms like out, kind of like uh, taking after Vinka's T-pose. <laughs> <laughs> no way, hold on. wait. Let me let me think about this real quick. She's like, oh, I I want to like I want to like explore this book. And she uh picks up one of the spell books and kind of puts it down on the ground underneath her feet and stands on top of it. <laughs> what she want to do? <laughs> I want to explore. I want to like. I want to like. I want to like look through the pages like as a small. I don't know. I I, I thought about this before. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 I got you. Okay. Altivo uh waves their hand. And Alright, so Altivo waves the hand. You don't need to roll for that. Oh, um because unless he's I guess unless uh unless the target's unwilling they have to pass the constitution saving throw, but Sunny is down ski for this. Um and you see um Sunny starts to glow in kind of a bright yellowish glow and all of a sudden after a flash you see that Sunny isn't there anymore but you look down on top of the book and there's <laughs> Sunny about like uh, a centimeter tall I put her in a cup <laughs> <gasps> and you hear no no no, 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 no. I, just, I just put her in a little like in the right way up in a little teacup oh, that's really cool <laughs> I'm so excited about this. This is so awesome. <laughs> I'm glad you're enjoying it. You yeah, look like really cool. You look like a little tiny Polly Pocket. Oh, really, right? <laughs> I can't hear you. Uh-huh. 
I lean in real close and try and hear. Huh? I lean in real close and try and hear. I said this is really great! <laughs> so, I'm glad you're, you're so big! <laughs> I am large but huge big. <laughs> and I'm here to cha- I'm here to chase down your nuggets. So yeah, your uh spells a success. That's awesome. So um you managed to finally get Sunny back up to size and the party is starting pretty soon, so you figure you might want to get Sunny back to her yeah. dad. So you head back and um Sunny's like, "Dad, dad!" <laughs> and uh, I keep on forgetting that I that Tobias is voiced by Matthew Broderick, and I just have to bring Oops. that back. Oops. <laughs> Everyone loves him, though. Of course, yeah. Where's the Tobias Silas merch? <laughs> hey there, Sonny. <laughs> That's and a you lot can tell of he's sunny. he he's been a lot he's been a lot happier ever since um, she's gotten out of the labyrinth. <laughs> he's like, "How was your day, Sonny?" Oh, it was super great. Altiva took me out, and we were, we were checking out the gem ants, and, 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 and you're not going to believe this. They said that they said that I could do magic, and that I could be just, I could be like, so great one day, it was so cool. And, and Tobias laughs and says, <laughs> is that so? You said that, huh, Altivo? Well, yeah, you got a real, you got a real skill hit there. Yeah, she is a little bundle of talent, isn't she? Kind of reminds me of, uh, kind of reminds me of mine. (laughs) I mean, I should have guessed you were so quick to want to save her. Well, I'd do the same for my own. I suppose you're right. Anyway, I suppose I'll be seeing you at the party tonight? Hell yeah. Alright, see you there. You'll see my wicked dance moves. Mom dance. Oh, well, I gotta warn you, I'm I'm pretty good at ripping up the dance floor myself. <laughs> Can't and hear Sonny go, oh, Dad! <laughs> Look out, Sonny, we're gonna bust a move. <laughs> I would rather actually die. <laughs> and that's and that's the day. <laughs> and that's your individual event. <laughs> uh that was uh that yeah. was eventful. That was a good day. So, Lightboy, uh, you yes. have arrived back in town. You, uh, what's happened so far is Thorny has actually received a house key from Quintus, so Quintus's home is now pretty much your home. Right. And there is a party happening later today, later tonight. What are you going to do for today? Um, well, Lightboy, uh, normally, after, like, times of stress... Or times of just like introspection, uh, does a little does a little ritual. It, not not necessarily a ritual. It's more of like a like a tradition traditional thing that she does every once in a while. Um, she likes to pay respects. Um, so she is currently um, uh, going I guess to like like some sort of like empty field area if there is any like a field or like a hill or something. Okay, yeah, uh, I'll some sort of say we'll we'll say there is a um there's a hill that sort of overlooks a forest. Right, right. So just any anywhere she can be alone, um, just kind of be in serenity. Yeah. Um, and uh, she brings uh, she brings an instrument, 
Um, and she uh, she sets up an altar, a little makeshift altar um, for Cupenda, who is her goddess. And uh, yeah, as I was say, she... we never really we never really uh, followed through on um, who your goddess is uh, in yeah. canon yet. So do you want to like explain Cupenda? Cupenda. Um, okay, so speaking out of canon, uh, Cupenda is a character that I made up in a, one of my uh, one of my Snapcube uh, Skyrim videos. Um, she is uh, the she's the goddess of love. And, uh, yeah, that's basically it. She's the goddess of love. She's the goddess of, uh, relationships and all that kind of stuff. And she was kind of a joke character to start with, but, uh, you know, so was Lightboy. So <laughs> what, what better way to fit the two together? Uh, and they both came from Skyrim series, so. See, what y'all don't know is that, um, Spagoot's Realms is actually just one long Snaps Cube Skyrim episode. Yeah, yeah, it's just one big joke time uh <laughs> but yeah so lightboy's goddess is cupenda and i guess in universe uh we can just kind of like work together to develop her if she ever becomes like a, a more important character but right now all that really is necessary to know is that she is the goddess of love and she is a goddess and she is the deity that lightboy kind of gets her power from yeah so uh lightboy like i said she kind of sets up the altar and she kind of brings out an instrument uh because she's not a very religious person she's not a devoutly religious person so she kind of uh likes to play music to get into uh to get into the mood and I'm going to uh play a song right now that she sings so let's do it and if I loved you for millennia it's true that it still would not feel like enough and if a day shall arise where I take to the skies I would pray to the gods above Let me still feel your love Your love Your love Your love, your love. And as she kind of like closes out of the song she uh she puts her instrument down, and she kind of just, like, I guess kneels in front of the altar. That's what you do when you get in front of an altar. You yeah. kneel down on those and, knees. Uh, as you're kneeling in front of the altar, uh, you sort of feel a bit of a brisk wind pass you by. And while you've never been the most devoutly religious person, you could easily sort of uh, construe this as a presence. A presence, yeah. Yeah, yeah. presence. Okay. So, uh, I guess Light Boy begins to pray. Um. She says, uh, hello, uh, uh, yes, uh, Cupenda, right, it's, uh, it's me again, uh, Lightboy, I'm, I'm sure you know what, or rather, who I'm here for, uh, so, I guess if you're able, get this message to him, please, um, here he goes, as usual, and as you know, I love you, I love you so much, and I miss you, not a day goes by where I don't regret, and not a night falls where I don't think of your face. I've tried so hard. So very, very hard to be okay with things, but I'm not. I guess the... I guess the hardest part of it all is that the one thing I want most is the one thing that's gonna keep me from what I need to do. I... I had a chance, yeah. Back in that labyrinth, I, uh... Looking back, I think my eagerness to leave it all behind was a little transparent. A bit more transparent than I'm comfortable with now. With that being said, I guess I'm I'm glad I didn't take the hit in the end, because knowing how it turned out for that Quintus gal, I would have just ended up with disappointment anyway. 
I'm any I'm, I'm rambling now <laughs> so um, my apologies um, I guess I just wanted to let you know again that justice will be dealt after what I've done I couldn't live with myself if I left this behind if I left my hands found wanting and yet so red with with your blood of all things no your blood will not be the only blood I answer for your your fall will not be the only one by my hand no matter how indirectly I will level the field I will still the waters and I will have the last word Wherever you are, if ever you are, if my message is clear, take it to heart, and know you are loved. And after reciting this sort of prayer, you notice that that breeze that's sort of gone over you, carrying some of the leaves from the trees of the forest down below, passes by you, some of it sort of swirls around, and with that the breeze subsides. Being not devoutly religious, you're not positive if what you said was heard by anyone. You don't know if it made it to where it was meant to go, but you still felt something. And sometimes that's enough. So you make your way down to the down from the hill where you just gave that sick, nasty, awesome prayer. <laughs> <laughs> You're feeling devout as fuck. Oh yeah, she's like she's like she's turning water into wine down the street. She's like parting the seat. <laughs> she's like <laughs> yeah, she's she, ready. Yeah, like you like a bit of dust like kicks up behind you, and you just like put your hands out and like separate <laughs> them to make it look like you're parting the dust. <laughs> yeah, and you like. <laughs> Like, I, I walk by someone and instantaneously they're cured of leprosy. Like, that's... So you're on your way back. You're on the road back to Osiris to uh, take part in that awesome party. Okay. And all of a sudden, on the side of the road, you see sort of a figure. A figure that looks to be, like, knocked out with, like, some blood around it. Ooh. Uh, I assume you want to go check that out? Uh, yeah, sure. I guess I just kind of, like, inch my way towards it. Um... Alright, you inch your way towards it, and you notice that the figure getting a little more clear. You see that it's a goblin. Oh. Kevin? The figure doesn't respond. Is... Are you... Are you... Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, um... Oh, Jesus. Do you get oh, closer? Geez. Yeah, sure. Alright, so you get closer, and you do recognize it as Kevin. Fuck, I was supposed to kill Kevin! No! Um... <laughs> Oh god. Okay, so I gotta. I guess I'm gonna. I'm gonna heal him. I'm gonna see if I can do the healing. Right. Uh, so I'm gonna use cure wounds. Right, I, I, I'm gonna touch him. I'm gonna touch him. Regain a okay. number of uh, creature you touch against a number of hit points equal to one d8 plus your spellcasting ability modifier. So okay, roll that so just, sucker. Yeah, roll a d8. Doop -doop. Oh, I'm fucking serious. What? I got another one. What is up with this d8? <laughs> so I guess that's a five. All right. Well, you did. He isn't like spick and spam, but you do hear him cough. And be like, <coughs> Kevin. <coughs> I'm coughing so I can remember the name. I, the voice I gave him. <laughs> um, I guess. <laughs> hey, that's it. Yeah. Um. 
Oh, hey, Kevin. You? Yeah, buddy. What's uh? What the fuck? What's going uh, on? I uh, I may have gotten kicked out of the labyrinth. You? Why? What? How? Why? When? Uh, it was horrible. It's just after after I met up with you, and it was gone. I so. I was I was over in that room where we met up. Remember that? Right, right. Michael Bublé, all that yeah, DVD bullshit. Yeah, I, I just wanted to hang out with some of my friends Break for a lounge, while. Break lounge, you know, lasagna. Yeah, exactly. It it got lonely in the room that I was supposed to protect, and I just wanted to hang out with some friends. Didn't expect all hell to break loose, but I was prepared. Right. But then I came back to the room I was at, and someone stole that bracelet. Uh... Bracelet? What bracelet? Yeah, there was a bracelet in a room. It was a it was a trapped room. I was supposed to guard it, and I I don't know anything about the bracelet, but 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 the rest of the goblins they were they were saying that if if that if that bracelet wasn't safe, then I'd pay for it. And well, you can see how that ended up. <laughs> well, that sucks. Yeah, <laughs> tell me about it. Do you know? Do you have any clue what uh what happened to it? Any, any clue? Do you know what bracelet I'm talking about by any chance? Was it purple? No. I found a purple bracelet. All right. Well, not not. I guess if it was not the same I one, I guess. Pink. What I saw was pink. So I guess. Yeah. Wait, did you find it in the labyrinth? No. Outside. Huh. Uh, who am I kidding? Okay. I took the bracelet. Uh, yeah, I did. It was me. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of expecting you to keep going with that lie, but... No, I don't know what I'm playing at right now. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a good liar. Alright, so he's just like... Okay, well that kind of bites. Yeah, I know, I'm... So Listen. Yeah? I, if it... It's any consolation, I didn't know this would happen. Of course, in reverse consolation, if I did know it would happen, I probably would have taken it faster, but... Dude. With that be with the I'm sorry, with that being said, with that being said, I... I am sorry. I'm sorry that uh, this has happened. Um, are we good? Are we good? You killed two of my friends and ruined my lifestyle! Yeah, that's about what I expected. Uh, but... To be fair... You attacked us first. You were also beating up someone who I would, I guess, now consider, if not a friend, a close acquaintance. Yeah. I guess you're right about that. Plus, you did just heal me. Yeah. Yeah, man. You're, you're Kevin, the most memorable NPC. What's an NPC? A non-perishable... <laughs> Cream boy. All right, you can't. You can't so not. Wait, wait, before we continue this, we need to talk about some things. <laughs> <laughs> Roll persuasion. No, no, no. Okay, that's not persuasion. That's not persuasion at all. No, let's just. That wasn't. That didn't actually yeah, that didn't get happen. said. <laughs> wait. What, okay. So, what are you? What are you gonna do now? Are you? Do you 
<sighs> well, I don't really have a home anymore. And I don't really have to listen to anyone. So I guess I'll just be trying to find a home. Well, I mean, uh, Osiris was recently, um, liberated, I guess, um, from all the dangers. Uh, we recently got a home there. Uh, we were graciously given a place to stay. Um, I imagine that we could make some room for you for at least a little while while you get yourself back on your feet. Um, I imagine see, we're going to be- his eyes kind of light up. As you say this. I'm, yeah, I know. I know. I'm generous. I'm light boy. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I can't imagine we will be in the house very often. So, you know, like, like you're not even there, you know? Thank you. Of course, of course. Uh, you're a, you're a, you're a reasonable fellow. I don't know why you'd say that since I tried to kill you multiple times, but thank you. Well, we killed your friends also. Yeah. I Listen, guess, you I you start you up. start okay, you started it. Bit of a dick move. But we oh, retaliated. Dick move. We were we everyone's in the wrong in this situation, so But we're in the wrong together, and I don't know where this voice is going. What the hell? That's okay. Sometimes I sound like Taco by accident, which is you know <laughs> Alright, well I'm gonna level with you. I wasn't a really big fan of like the whole shooting people with arrows and stuff. I've always had a different passion. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Pottery. Oh, that's cool. So, who knows? Maybe I'll turn my life around or something. Maybe I'll start making some sick, nasty vases. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of pots in Osiris. Yeah. Yeah. Sure they had to come from somewhere. Tell you what, though. Uh, you've been, you've been really nice bringing back to life and such. So, tell you what, and my adventuring days are behind me, so I think I'll, uh, you want a bow and arrow? Sure. Neat. Thanks. He hands you, he hands you a, <laughs> he hands you, <laughs> fuck, I need to work on this. <laughs> I need to, I feel like I need to retry that, because that wasn't a scene. <laughs> no, I like it. <laughs> I like how we're switching from, like, that, you don't know if your god is there, to, <laughs> You want a bow? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, no, okay, I, I, I like it. I think it's fun. I think we should keep going. Okay, I'm good. So, um, so he hands you this bow saying, just treat it well on your adventures. You see, okay. it's, just, it's just your average short, short bow, except on the inside of it, you can see that Kevin's kind of like scratched his name in. Okay. Well, my name isn't Kevin. What, what the hell am I supposed to do about this? It can be like, uh, it's just, just a way to remember me. Fuck that. I want my name in there. Alright, well then do some pocket knife shit, I don't know. Okay, I guess. He, uh, he pulls out a dagger and snatches it back. Um, <laughs> let me do a dexterity roll for Kevin. <laughs> oh my god. Did he get... Did he? Got he? A one. he got a one. Jesus. Uh, he, he's trying, he, he's got L, well he's like, uh, what's your name? Light boy. All right. He starts, he's like, does a little scratch. He scratches out Kevin a little bit. He takes out his pocket knife, carves the L. And on the eye, he slips up and he cuts his finger. Oh, Except geez. the cut goes like all the way up his arm and uh. it does enough damage to him that he's unconscious again. <sighs> all right. Well, 
<laughs> I take the bow and I go. <laughs> so now it just says, <laughs> No, it says Kevin Lee. Kevin Lee. Good. The Kevin scratched out. Right. All right, hello everybody. We're at our last leg of individual stuff, and here we have Vinka. Buenos dias. So, Vinka, you are just preparing for this party to go down. What do you want to do? Well, I mean, I guess Vinka can like go out in the woods, like behind Quintus's house, assuming that there is one. Um, I'll, I'll say that uh, there is a forest that um. Multiple people have actually gone to a hill this time overlooking a forest. We'll say you go to that forest, the Forlorn Woods. Yeah, that sounds fantasy. <laughs> yeah, sounds pretty sick, dude. All right. So you're going to the Forlorn Woods, and these woods are the uh, woods that all the people earlier on the hill have been looking over. Uh, and you just decide you're going to go out there and uh, see what you can see, find what you can find? Yeah, just go for a nice walk in the woods, see if I can find anything. So you're walking along in the woods, and... um. So far, things aren't looking too interesting in there. Uh, how about you roll perception and see what you can find? All right. Uh, so I rolled a two without a modifier, and I don't know if. Uh... Yeah, as I was to say, uh, I won't. I won't think too much about modifiers here. But um, you, you, there is a tree or two. <laughs> in fact, you know what? You're so oblivious to your surroundings that all of a sudden you catch yourself like, you find yourself in a swamp. And you don't really know where you are. As one typically does. In fact, what would go as far as say that you're a little bit lost? Yeah. So now you're lost in the woods. <laughs> Man, I gotta watch out from them Slendermans, but... <laughs> All of a sudden, you see a very tall fig... No. <laughs> Slenderman comes up and rips your heart out, and that's the end. Yeah, that's the end. <laughs> Two episodes, two deaths. <laughs> Takes skill for you to die two episodes in a row. Uh, no. <laughs> in sort of the distance, uh, there's a bit of a haze going on as you're walking through this swamp that happens to be right next to a forest. Um, but through the haze, you sort of see a bright teal glow. Huh. Can I walk after that bright teal glow? Uh, yeah, you can walk after that bright teal glow. Um, and as you approach it, you think you hear a sort of high-pitched chattering almost, but as you get as you get closer and closer to it, you see it move away. Chattering like teeth? Or like 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 like, like speech. Like like you kind of vaguely hear, I can't believe this garbage that's it's so it's so I can't believe this you know. Okay. Well can I go after that? Because it seems like it might be a fairy or something. So you keep on going closer, and you see that it's starting to avoid you. Like, God, I have to run! On, I have to run into a dragon in an hour of all times. Come on! Can I like call out of the fairy? Like, hey, what's going on? Uh, hey, um, done much? Just, just trying to make my way downtown. You know, walking fast. Well, more of a floating thing, but you get the idea. Uh, yeah, I guess so. But is something wrong? Ugh, listen, I I kind of got lost, okay? Just just please don't just please don't mess with me, please. I'm lost too. What, really? Like I really don't know where I am. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, do you wanna maybe? All right, fine. We can. I guess we can stick together. We both have a con goal here. Just sorry. Usually when people find me, they're all like, "Hey, you wanna maybe grant me a wish or something like that?" Like, come on. Just because I'm a fairy doesn't mean that I just grant wishes all the time. Yeah, that seems like it'd be a little bit sucky. I just wanna get out of here now that I'm in here. Mm, yeah. I was like looking for stuff, but now that I'm lost. <laughs> hmm. What's your name, though? Claire. Uh, nice to meet you, Claire. I'm Vinka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice to meet you too. Anyway, so as far as I can tell, I I think that the end of the swamp is that way. I'm not sure. And she sort of points towards this wooden arch. And, uh, roll for, um, not sure what kind of roll this would be. Roll for wisdom, I guess. Okay, so, eleven. Uh, upon seeing that arch, you recognize the arch as a place where you came from? Uh, I think so. I mean, I kind of walked under that earlier, I think. Oh, great. I can get out of this godforsaken swamp. And she sort of, like, flies ahead of you, sort of, like, grumbling as she goes. Well, I'm gonna kind of, like, walk after her. Not, like, run, but just walk. So all of a sudden, as she's walking by this archway, a big worm pops out of the, uh, pops out of the swamp and starts to attack her. Oh, shit. Uh, and she's well, kind of I mean, freaking out by, like, ah! Well, I mean, I got my daggers. Can I whip out those and, like, run towards it? Yeah, whip that it? shit out. Whip that shit out. Uh, tell you what, we'll count this as, like, a surprise attack because the worm's so focused on the uh, fairy and just because we're moving things along pretty quick. Yeah. All right, uh, roll, roll and attack roll, d20. 17. Ooh, all right. Um, and let's roll a quick d6 for damage. Five. Damn. Oh, God. Nice. All right. So we'll say that you cut that worm in half before Claire could even, like, react more than she would have. <laughs> Claire just go like, uh, th- um, th- thanks. Uh, you're welcome. Do it for a living. Cool. Wait, is there any parts of the worm left? Um, it's mostly just, like, entrails sort of spilled along the side of the road. Can I just pick up the head of the worm? Yes. Just take it with me. <laughs> uh, Claire sort of looks at you with like a very strange kind of look. Um, I just realized I didn't really describe what uh, Claire looked like. I just Claire... thought she was like a ball of light. Like um, Navi or something. Uh, she she has a very bright and teal like uh, thing to her, but she does bear a very small humanoid sort of form. Um, and she's wearing sort of a, a very teal blue, with sort of a gown almost, with uh, burnt orange hair that's still kind of messy just from being in this, uh, the woods, being in the swamp, yeah, yeah, from being in all this nature. Adorable. Yeah, I want to provide some. I wanted to provide some uh, fan art and stuff. <laughs> of course. But like, and of course, like the get of so look that, but like. Combined with the look that she's giving you right now, it doesn't look very uh, fairy-like. <laughs> she's just looking at you like you, well, just picked up a worm head and decided to keep it. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm just going to decide to keep it. Uh, it's what I do. All right, it's what so, I do. Um, <laughs> all right. So how about we both roll a little intelligence roll to see if we get out of these woods? 13. All right. Well, Claire just got a 20. Uh, <laughs> um, lead so the way, fairy. <laughs> so all of a sudden, Claire's just like, I understand all. <laughs> and... And she suddenly like, oh yeah, you know what? I'm sorry to recognize this place. I used to go here all the time. And you started to recognize it too, and you're following along. You're going like, oh yeah, that's uh, that makes sense to go that way. And eventually you get out of the swamp and end up in more of a forest area. And she goes, alright, uh, this is this is where I reside, so I guess I'm home. So, uh, thanks. And she sort of points uh, to a clearing outside of the woods and says, if you want to go back to town, it's that away. All right, thank you. Oh, and um b- before I go, I know that um I know I said I don't really like when people go, "Ah, oh, fairy, you want to give me a wish or some magic powers or something?" Yeah. I I I don't like I don't like doing that to just freeloading people, but you saved my life back there from that worm. So, I guess I can give you a little something. Oh, neat. Thanks. However, first I need to search your heart. I know that sounds super, like, crummy, but hear me out. And she flutters nearby, and she puts a hand up to your chest. And her teal glow turns purple to match your skin color. Purple? And she says, yeah. Um, And you notice that her gown sort of changes colors, too. Dope. (laughs) She closes her eyes, and she says, And you see a bright flash of purple light, and you you feel changed, but you're not sure how yet. I'm, like, kind of looking around, like, huh. Enjoy your newfound power! Uh, what exactly is it? You'll find out! She says as she uh, sort of flies into a little log that is her home. Thank you, I guess. No problem! Trust me, you're you're gonna like that power. All right, I'll trust that. <laughs> so, you're walking back to the town of Osiris, and uh, on your way back, you see Altivo do a sick backflip. Sick. And uh, you compliment Altivo, and Altivo's super happy about it. Um, you manage to start heading home, and uh, you notice that at your front porch, you see uh, Sunny and Mauve kind of playing. Can I like pat Mauve on the head? Love that dog. Sure. And, uh, roll d20. Oh! Dexterity <laughs> <laughs> saving throw for petting the dog. Yeah, it, he just bob bites your hand. No, just roll roll, a, roll d20 real quick. Okay, so I went ahead and rolled 18. 18? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All of a sudden, you hear Mav say, Thank you very much for the pets. I hope enjoy it. <laughs> I'm less surprised and I just start laughing (laughs) and Sonny's looking at you like uh are you okay yeah (laughs) did did you not hear that uh hear what mom just spoke but like instead of a word he said woof 
Uh, yeah, that that's how barking works. All the words are replaced with woofs. It's his way of talking to you, right? No, I mean, like, he said a sentence and said woof in the middle of the sentence. Okay, roll d d20. Four. Uh, you hear mom start barking gun saying, Understand. Woof, woof, no, woof. (laughs) So, all of a sudden you hear a voice behind you saying, So how is it treating ya? Can I, like, turn around? Yeah, you turn around you see Claire hanging out saying, I wanted to see your reaction and my god, it did not disappoint. (laughs) Can I, like, talk to dogs now or... Uh, yeah. Basically, when I looked in your heart, I found out that you really like animals. Like, it's a day- it's almost like an obsession. (laughs) But it's pretty cool. I'm all over that stuff. So I gave you the power to talk to animals. But here's the thing, it's- it's still kind of imperfect. Well, thank you. I love animals. A lot. Yeah, yeah, I know. I read your heart and stuff. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So- but the thing is, uh, my powers aren't exactly, like- full-fledged. That's gonna be, like, another 300 years before I'm max power. So until then, it's... You're not gonna hear every word, but but you'll still understand a good bit of it. Oh. Well, thanks. This is gonna be really neat. Hey, no problem, Vinka. Thanks, Claire. And, uh, I, I hope that you learn all the cool fairy stuff in 300 years. Yeah, 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 cool. So does everyone else. See ya. See ya. God bless. Now I can talk to animals. Yeah, you're freaking Eliza Thornberry over here. God bless. Well, you can kind of talk to animals. Kinda. (laughs) Sometimes it works. (laughs) If I wish upon a magic star, then I'll be able to understand everything they're saying. Sorry if this part of the recording also sounds pretty jank, um, due to the fact that just, uh, my home life has been pretty crazy with all sorts of visitors and stuff for various reasons, um, haven't had a lot of time to put this together, which is also why it's late, but honestly, at this point, we're just keeping up the tradition of the even-numbered episodes being a little bit late. But that's not the point. Hopefully you enjoyed episode 8, Taking a Breather of Spagoot's Realms. Uh, we really enjoy this sort of individual stuff. If you thought that the individual stuff was really nice, um let us know, and we will uh, do more of them uh, as we have a break in between arcs. Uh, Next episode, we're going to be starting out the next arc, and um, we're definitely going to have a great time with that. We've already recorded a good three episodes of it, and if those three episodes have anything to say, we're looking forward to a great arc, and as a bit of a spoiler, episode nine is going to be called Dance Party, as a way of saying, like, hey, that's what that's what happens. I'm I'm, I'm pretty much giving away there's going to be a dance party. I said that at the very beginning, but but that's beside the point. Um, also, fan art spotlight of the week, or for this episode, is Peppermint Moss. 
couple weeks back, they did a quick little draw thing where they showed off their sketches as they watched each and every individual episode. We love every single one of them. We've actually um, seen some Peppermint's... Blah. We've actually seen some of uh, PPM's art over the last couple uh, years just as we've done our stuff. And we love seeing their art style and their art style for, like, Quintus Lab, the four gang... They, uh, they've been covering some great moments, and we are happy we get to see them. So, yeah. Um, once again, don't forget to, uh, share all this stuff with that good hashtag of Spookoots Realms. Don't forget to, uh, leave a review on iTunes if you like, on the podcasting app you may be listening to. Whatever you may be doing, um, yeah, thank you for all the wonderful feedback we've gotten so far. Um, this first arc has been absolutely fantastic, and y'all's support of it has been absolutely great. I greatly look forward to the future, and I will see you in two weeks.